You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Oh, the horror story that is the public education system. Erin Lee, no relation, will join us to tell her story. It's quite amazing. Misgender a student in Virginia, and you could be expelled. But first, you have to know what misgendering means. What a strange world we're giving our kids, no doubt about that. And YouTube officially banned us we're done forever that is next virginia citizens and american patriots <laughs> radio is the founding fathers intended the lee brothers my name is scott lee richard lee my co-host my friend and my brother is uh, still out um recovering from uh, uh, a whole list of things continue to pray for him as he tries to get here uh, more and more and more. And uh, it's just a tough road for him. One day he can feel great. Next day he can feel like he, he can't function. And unfortunately what ends up happening is it could happen within a 10-minute span. So he could be sitting here in the studio and immediately go into uh, some issues. So pray for Richard. And drop him an email, richard at theleebrothers.com, richard at theleebrothers.com. Jam show. It has to be. Rich is not here to help me. I got to get help. So I've got uh, Philip Van Cleve coming up in just a few minutes to talk about the shooting in Buffalo from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. That ought to be fun. So he's going to join us here in just a few minutes. And then uh, uh, Ken Cuccinelli, former Attorney General of Virginia and uh, head of the Homeland Security under the Trump administration or assistant to that, will join us in the next hour. But the bottom of this hour, I don't want you to miss this, is Aaron Lee. Aaron is um, a, a simple mother of six who has a story that is almost exactly what my teachers or my daughter's teachers are telling her. We will indoctrinate you no matter what your parents think. That's coming up at the bottom of this hour, so stay tuned for that. You don't, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be very, very good. Of course, we got Mark Warner again making stupid comments. Th- this guy is like the gift for us, or we have it out for him, one of the two. I think we're... I think we can't wait to beat him in an election. I mean, we came close one time. But he is the most annoying. I guess he's because he's ours. We own him. He's our U.S. senator, and we despise him. I'm sure he's a fine human being. His politics are pathetic. I'm talking, it's just a joke. And and I will probably play all the clips again and do the whole thing. Mark Warner coming up in the program. No, no, not him. He'll never join us. But um, But we'll try to get to him coming up in the show. And then, of course, the women's soccer team, and I'll be paid with the men, uh, get paid. Equal pay, Scott Lee. We'll talk about that all coming up. First, uh, a change of our programming. Not really. I mean, mojo50.com, mojo50.com, our station that is so kind to us, lets us uh, participate on their station with some credible hosts. Uh, that Nothing changes there. Uh, everything is good there for the full... Um, 
schedule and links to us and checking us out at theleebrothers.com. You can go to mojo50.com, click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page, and you get a full schedule. Find out when we're on there. That, nothing's changed there. We've always broadcasted through Facebook, YouTube, theleebrothers.com, and mojo50.com. Um, that changed. One of those changed this week. In fact, was it yesterday or the day? It was. I think it was Wednesday morning. The Lee brothers received a pleasant email from YouTube saying that we have been officially 100% permanently removed from their platform. We will no longer be allowed on their platform. Why? Because the Lee brothers are not making it safe. So we're not only suspended, and we brought this to you before under a suspension. uh, We've been suspended uh, twice. This is our third suspension, therefore our final suspension. YouTube has severed their relationship with the Lee brothers. Yeah, I know. We're brokenhearted about it like you are. Here's the email. Our team's received your content or reviewed your content, and unfortunately we think it violates our misinformation policy. As if YouTube is loaded with qualified, verifiable information. That's what you... It's funny how the people who claim to be the arbiters of misinformation are perhaps the biggest breakers of misinformation, but that's... We'll get to that in a second. We know this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. Now, somehow in our lexicon, somehow in America, this safe place thing has popped up. Your grandparents didn't talk about it. Their grandparents didn't talk about it. In fact, your parents didn't talk about safe places. We don't even know what safe places meant just a short time ago. What is a safe place? Well, in the old school days, safe place meant you didn't get shot or murdered or killed. You could be offended in many places. Offense was never an issue. Calling names... Uh, ridiculed, mocked, that was part of life. How is YouTube, how is YouTube providing a safe space? Or let me rephrase that. What is unsafe about anything on YouTube? Other than sometimes the content can be used to be unsafe, we know that. But the safe, if the Lee brothers were creating an unsafe place, meaning what? Someone might come, click on one of our videos, and be under threat? What kind of gobbledygook crap message is this? Here's, how we, here's why we were suspended for the third time and, and officially removed permanently from YouTube. By the way, you, we are now on Rumble, so you can go to rumble.com. Go to leebrothers.com, click on Watch Live. You can find our links to Rumble. So we're now rumbling instead of YouTubing. We'd like everyone to join us. Here's why we were suspended. Content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, and glitches change the outcome of the 2020 presidential election are not allowed on YouTube. So uh, we reviewed the show last week, and I went on a rant about the 2000 Mules film by Dinesh D'Souza, which um, was nothing more than regurgitating some of the things that were in that show. And although I believe that harvesting of ballots is a game changer and was a game changer in the 2020 election. I am not allowed on YouTube's platform to have that opinion. It is unsafe if someone were to hear that. It's unsafe. It's just not wrong in their opinion. And by the way, it, it can't just be wrong because if it was just wrong, it'd be allowed. 
it has to be unsafe. Therefore, the Lee brothers were unsafe saying that there might have been some fraud in the 2020 elections. Therefore, YouTube has officially disbanded us forever. We are no longer going to be on YouTube. Of course, we did the normal appeal process, which, you know, fill out the stupid email. Who's watching us on YouTube? Who cares? No, no. I think what happens is YouTube goes after the least of these so they can make a statement. We're nobody on YouTube. We're nobody on a lot of places. <laughs> We've just been doing this for 20 years right here in Richmond, and nobody is even concerned about us having an unsafe place. YouTube is not listening to the show. They have an algorithm that picked up a 2020 conversation about election and immediately just, no, no one listened. No one cares to listen. But we're the problem because we're conservatives. YouTube is loaded with misinformation. Misinformation about Barack Obama and his policies. Misinformation about Ronald Reagan, what he did. Misinformation about the pay gap that doesn't exist. Misinformation about the minimum wage and why they think it works. Misinformation about anything. Check the box. Information about gender. Information about life. Information about a marriage or evolution or any of those things. They are loaded with misinformation. You can find, you can go to YouTube and learn to build a bomb. That creates an unsafe place, in my opinion. You can go to YouTube and find all kinds of filth, nastiness, cursing, foul language, foul signs, everything that is degrading to humanity. And we're the ones who are disbanded and kicked off YouTube. I would challenge anybody to tell the country or me, just tell the Lee brothers how getting rid of us on YouTube makes the America better with what's on there now. Now, you may have left me thinking somewhere, well, this is a good thing. I don't want you Lee brothers on. Great. That's super. Because suspending of thought is what the founders had in mind. You know, it's one of the first things. Let's suspend anybody who disagrees with us. YouTube is a utility. It is used by many, many people, and it should be treated as such. Imagine your gas company coming to you, I don't like your politics, and removing you permanently from receiving any kind of gas to heat or cool your home. YouTube could do whatever they want. I don't care about YouTube. I, I don't. Fine. Disband the Lee Brothers forever. That's great. Make it think like you're doing some worthy cause. It's all a lie. It's all a sham. About our misinformation, just go on YouTube, search anything. They are a bunch of liars. All right, coming up. Philip Van Cleef from the Virginia Citizens Defense League. That in 73 seconds. So LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Missing your mojo? Just go to Mojo50.com for on-demand podcasts. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with the combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. A Virginia tradition like Washington and Madison. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Thanks for hanging with us. Why is this one of my favorite bump songs? Why is it? Why do we play this all the time? It's my favorite. That's why. You gotta crank it up, baby. So sick to my stomach this week. I mean, brutal sick to my stomach. I mean, not only sick to my stomach, want to throw up, but mad. Madder than I've probably been in recent times. I guess so, because when I saw what happened in Buffalo and the shooting there, I was, first of all, I actually saw the video that this evil human being did, and I wanted to throw up. And then I thought, how is it? that we can't make this kid an example for everyone who does heinous, hideous, evil things like this. And I mean, what, burn them in the town square? I don't, I don't know. My sons and I were livid about it. It's almost like now we're finding out that, you know, he, he's got, he put handcuffs on and we were nice to him. And now we're told that he was something about replacement theory. No one even knows what it is. Now we're learning about it. We also learned that, you know, guns, of course, are the problem and uh, a thousand other things. Joining me right now to discuss it is uh, the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Hey, Philip. Hey, the government never likes to acknowledge its own errors and mistakes and, and oversight. It never does. You know what? What an incredibly great point because that's exactly what happened here. Every one of these mass shootings, Philip, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like in recent memory, every single one of them wasn't a shock to the people who knew. They know who this kid was. Yeah. He, he was going to blow up the high school or shoot the high school up. The FBI knew who he was, and somehow we let this stuff happen. It's not like these people, we don't know who they are. We, we've known almost every single time exactly who they are, and we did nothing. Well, they were in the yeah, they were in the system. Look at what happened to Virginia Tech. Same thing, same pattern. You know, here he was. You know, he should never. He had all kinds of mental issues, but no, just slipped right through the cracks. And government goes, whoopsie! Ah, we got to get after those guns that the other, the other people own uh, to make up for our in- incompetence. That's how they they tend to treat it. And they also um, another example of the government failing is actually something that you talk about all the time with the Virginia Citizens Defense League about defending yourself. A nine one one call was made inside that grocery store. The person who called nine one one was in desperate need of help and said, Please come here and help us, except she couldn't say it loud. She was whispering. The nine one one caller got mad at her because she was whispering and ultimately hung up on the person making the 911 call. Yeah, well, you know, the point is, if you 
believe that 911 will absolutely save you, uh, you know, you're in for a hell of a surprise if you ever actually have to use it. Um, and again, it's, it's, it's things like that. You can get an incompetent operator. Um, it could be they're busy and they don't answer right away. When they do answer, you still have to give them a ton of information. They don't know who you are, what you're wearing, what's happening. By the time you get, go through all of that, and sometimes if you're excited, you say it fast, they have you repeat. You know, you can spend three minutes on it that you may not have in real life to, to let them know. That's why often the police arrive after the thing is over. Um, and uh, that, that's, uh, that's the lesson. The truth is, we are our own first responder. When something happens and you're there, you're the one that has to respond. You're right there when it's happening. When you call the police, they're a second responder. A responder. They, you know, you've already responded as best you can. Now you're calling in the cavalry. Um, that's, that's just the truth of the matter. And a lot of people uh, just don't face that. They think that 911 is going to save them. They don't well, need a gun. They don't need to be sure. careful. Well, people ask me all the time, you know, why do I carry so much? And I, I think that the quick answer I give them is because I never want to be in a position where I say, man, I wish I was carrying. <laughs> I mean, that's the most obvious, simple answer. Yeah, I, I might go. be the last thing you think. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't ever want to mm-hmm. be in that position. Actually, there's a lesson for no, this. It's like, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, like seatbelts, how often have you needed a seatbelt? I've been driving for I don't know how many years now, since 1970, and only once uh, was I really in an accident where the seatbelt was handy. But I wear it every damn time. Every it's day. the same thing with a gun. You hope you don't need it, but you better have it when the, if the balloon goes up because you won't have a chance to get it uh, at that point. Well, it's, a, it's a great analogy, actually. And we There were some lessons in this, and I wanted to have you on to talk about this because this kid, this evil piece of debris was had armor on and it prevented one of the security guards there who who engaged him and shot him uh and it did not stop the killer and the killer ended up actually shooting him it's a horrible picture of what happened but that guy's a hero what what lessons philip should should we take from that yeah well number one and he was a hero and even though one could say well see see what's the point you can't he didn't stop this bad guy, you know, you know, you can't, you know, and so forth. But while he's engaging that guy, other people are probably escaping. Who knows how many lives he might have saved by people that had a break, a chance to get away while he had the bad guy tied up in a shooting match. That's a great point. Um, so, yeah, he is a hero, and he, I'm sure he saved lives, even though in the end he took his own life. He ended up having his own life taken from him. Um, but uh, lessons learned. Uh, well, a lot of what I've told our members who are all gun owners, is um, in a situation like that, uh, we suggest shooting two to the two to the uh, the chest area. Uh, they call it center of mass, but more more or less the chest, and, and one to the head. And uh, because uh, the head probably may not have any kind of body armor, certainly not the face. Uh, and um, and if that fails, then go for the the pelvic girdle, the hip area. You break the hip, you hit there, you will break the hip, and they'll they'll drop. They can't get up. They can't move. They'll be in incredible pain. And that will pretty much uh, mobilize them. If that doesn't work, a shot to the leg, preferably the kneecap or in that area, uh, that, can, that, again, can immobilize them. If you're laying on the ground and all you can see is their feet, shoot them in the ankle. Uh, that will also take them down. And lastly, if you shoot them in the throat, you've got uh, major veins, major arteries, and you've got the spine. 
So you almost can't go wrong. But the, the trouble with is that that list went down. You're getting to smaller and smaller things. I was just thinking the same thing. When you're under incredible strain, that's why we go down. Start with the chest. That's the biggest area. Uh, the head, only because if you can hit the head, if you get one shot into the head, it's over. That shuts the computer down. Anywhere else you shoot a bad guy, you're really waiting for him to bleed out for his blood pressure to drop enough to where he collapses. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shot to the head, and it's, even a shot to the heart, sometimes the person can function for another 10, 20 seconds. Shot to the head, they usually go down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. It's, a, it's unbelievable to have this conversation. You know, and you think about it you would hope that you're not the only person in the room that has a conceal and carry permit or is carrying a firearm to protect yourself. That once you start, the others will join you, and it would be um, it could be ended quickly. The- yeah, but the, he picked New York, and he picked it specifically because right. permits are hard to get there, uh, guns are hard to get That's there, right. and if they are, if you have one, it's restricted, It's you can't get very much ammo in the gun, blah, blah, blah. He, did, he wrote that all out. That's one reason he picked New York. An incredibly, incredibly good point. Um, Notice it didn't happen in Virginia. <laughs> you saw what happened to the carjacker in Virginia. Four, four guys tried to carjack one, one gun owner, and, and it, it ended badly for, for two of them, and the other two are in jail as well. One's dead, and the other one uh, severely wounded. So I did read that, but I didn't get the full story on it. What, what's the story on that? Philip, mind us. Well, a, a gun owner was filling up his car at a gas station in, in gun-free Alexandria, you know, where they hate guns up there and ban them everywhere they can ban them. But he was filling up his car uh, at the gas station, and four guys came up to carjack him. And uh, he ended up uh, shooting through his window, which is perfectly legit. He shot through the window of the car, hit one of them, killed him, hit the other guy, severely wounded him. The other two suddenly realized that they were late for Sunday school, and they took (laughs) off, and the police ended up catching them. So they would have hung around, but they had other things to do. Yeah, That's guns save lives. Look at the difference. Yeah, look at the difference. One person taking on four. Imagine if four people had taken on the shooter in, in, in New York. Right, exactly. That was that's my point exactly. If that would have been that would have been it a is. lot better of a situation. Philip, as always, appreciate you. Uh, thanks for your time here. We'll uh, we'll be watching at vcdl.org. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Jack. Yep, Bye. appreciate you. A uh, f- you can find out more at vcdl.org. If Richard is here, he'd say. A truly great American. More in 70 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. A free exchange of ideas. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. 
version of the Federalist Papers without all the reading. The Lee Brothers. So the left goes crazy with this. And they, they, they are penitent on, of course, Fox News. Now, I've, I've watched Fox News. I, I watch it actually quite often. I watch Tucker Carlson a lot. I like Tucker. I heard something from the radical left that I've never heard Tucker Carlson utter. Except I'm holding in my hand an email from ledprogress.org. Tucker Carlson's America's leading white supremacist. He spent hours on his primetime show promoting white replacement theory. White replacement theory. I was like, I've never heard him say that at all. In fact, I don't even know what replacement theory is. I know no one who's ever spouted it. I've known no one who's ever said it. I think myself pretty connected inside the political world, maybe the right-wing political world or conservative world. Replacement theory? You look it up and he says, oh, the white people don't want to be replaced, and that's the theory. You know, the left takes this guy's uh, this this guy's monologue, his little wrote up speech, and they make it sound like it's every American, or at least the right. And it's no one even know, that was a rant of a crazed idiot. I mean, to think that this guy has any reference to anyone else, either on Fox News or any talk show, show it to me. If there's a talk show talking about replacement theory. Who is it? And how much of an audience does he have? It's absurd. Stop it. This isn't what America is. It's one crazed lunatic. Let's. And by the way, every single American is against that crazed lunatic. Quit talking like there's a group of people out there you're arguing with. There's not. You leftists. Coming up, Aaron Lee on our schools. Most amazing thing. you got to hear it. That next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Liberty. Uh huh. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend of my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. I wish he was here to defend himself, quite frankly. A phenomenal human being, not doing well. Uh, continue to pray for Richard. You can send him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Speaking of the .com, check us out, theleebrothers.com. Why I stopped teaching. Great video there. Take three minutes of your life. Come on. You, you TikTok all the time. Go to theleebrothers.com, watch why I stopped teaching. You might find it a bit amazing. Uh, a bunch of other videos there uh, for your listening pleasure 24-7. Look, th- if you listen to this show for um, three and a half minutes or longer, you realize one of our passions is education. We are uh, in a horrible situation in our country and have been for a very long time, but at, at this point it's become ridiculous We have been lobbying, pushing, and talking how money ought to follow the kid. 
And that way you would improve public education tomorrow because they have to fight for your kid. The reason the public education system right now sucks and essentially every teacher in it, yes, I said that, I got proof, is because they can. The reason there's no such thing as a failing grocery store is because no one goes there. The reason you have failing schools is because you're forced to go there. My daughter has come home multiple times from school and told me the teachers are diametrically 100% opposed to parents. I was like, wait a second, let's get clarity on this. What do you mean? Dad, they say in the class openly, I don't care what your parents tell you, what your parents think, or what they conference with me about. I will teach you everything I want to teach you, and I don't care about them. When you're in my class, you're mine. Something happened in our culture. Something happened along the way to where the teacher profession sucked in every leftist puke, and now they're teaching your kid just everything against what you want. I have proof of this over and over again, and so does Aaron Lee. Aaron Lee is a mother. She's made national news in Colorado, mother of three, and her 12-year-old daughter was recruited by a teacher to attend an art class that turned out to be everything but an art class. I believe we have Aaron now. Aaron? Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Well, listen, thank you. Um, I've, I've heard your story here multiple times, and I've read so much about, about you and the courage it took to fight back. Aaron, I have parents tell me all the time, Scott, we live in the best school district in Virginia. It's not that bad. I want, they don't know. Aaron, they don't know. They have no clue. And I've tried to tell them and say, you don't have, I have been face-to-face with teachers who flat out told me the gay video they're showing the class, no parents ever objected to it. I'm the first parent ever to object to it. Do you, if I may just flat ask this question, do you, do you relate to that? I used to. Admittedly, my husband and I both were, you know, not sleepwalking through our children's education, but not nearly as involved as we should have been. And so I, I relate to those parents that are too busy to, to stay on top of things or think that this isn't shouldn't be the most important thing in their lives, staying on top of their children's education and of their schools. And so I understand where those people are coming from, but I now understand that we all need to wake up. I am uh, I'm amazed how almost every single teacher at my daughter's school has a connection in one way or the other till, uh, to the gay straight alliance, the LGBT movement. They got a flag in their classroom. I don't know why all the teachers are in the that lifestyle of trans and all. I don't know how that happened, but they're not quiet about it. They're very aggressively pursuing our children. And I want you to tell your story with your 12-year-old daughter. Absolutely. So last year, uh, we had just moved to a new town. My daughter is shy. She's introverted. She hadn't made a connection with a single student her age. And one day, her art and homeroom teacher invited her to stay after school for art club. When she got there, it was actually GSA, or Gender and Sexuality Awareness Club. There was no art that was done in this club. And the teacher had invited in a completely unqualified outside presenter who did unthinkable things with the kids. She told them, what you hear in here, keep in here. She used flags to describe various defining words, telling the kids if they're not fully comfortable in their bodies, that means they're transgender. She told them that queer is a label for when they're still figuring out their sexuality and everyone's free to use it. And as soon as the kids' feelings matched her definition, she handed out those flags 
to represent them and additional what? swag. She gave out stickers and bracelets that she called the obligatory stickers and wristbands kids love to collect everywhere they go. How old is your daughter? She had just turned 12 at the time. And that, you know, that's an age where you really vary. And, and she, she was a very innocent 12. We had worked very hard to maintain her you. innocence and, and give her a childhood. And it was ripped away in a moment. How, um, how this woman you? that came in also handed out her personal contact information to the kids and invited them to connect with her secretly on teen chat platforms like WhatsApp and Discord. Secretly. And she told the kids that family secretly. Yeah, absolutely. Those are, you know, those conversations can be erased. Um, she also told them their families might not be safe and that it's okay to lie about where they are, not just today, but to attend future programming as well. All right. Let me just say, let me just say that this is not, this teacher exposure to your daughter is not unique to you in Colorado. I am telling you right now that is going on in every public high school in this country. And I, I'm gonna, I, I boldly say it because I've experienced it. I've seen it. I know it. I've had enough people email me, text me, and tell me the exact same thing. It is scary what is happening to, and this isn't like 18-year-old. This isn't a college class. These are middle school kids barely even getting into high school that are being groomed by these, by the, I, I can't imagine how furious and hurt you must have been. Yeah, I mean, we picked our daughter up that day and it was clear something was wrong. And we're really fortunate that she was brave enough to tell us what happened, even though she had been imposed with this rule to keep it a secret by these trusted adults. So we, we've heard so many stories of kids being pushed down this transgender path by trusted adults in secret, right? It's always happening without the knowledge of the parents. And so we're really lucky we caught it before she made any physical changes to her body. But here where we are in Colorado at the age of 12, you can seek medical care without parental knowledge or consent. And they told my child that. So we know how far they intended to push this. And when we pushed back, she came home. We said, there's no way she's going back to that school. That's not safe. We're terrified. We're shocked. We, We don't even know how to make sense of what's happened, but we know there's no way she's going back to that school. And two days after the incident, the teacher and the outside presenter urged the administration to send CPS to our home to punish us for objecting to what they had done. I want everyone to hear that. I want everyone who's listening to hear that. This is the United States of America, and they sent Child Protective Services to your house. Yeah. <laughs> they urged administration to send CPS to our home um, and cited some, you know, extreme cases where parents weren't supportive. And so they, you know, they have to protect our child. And they said, anything that I say to them could be, um, should be, have the impression in our minds as evidence, that they said. So they were building a case to remove my child. I'm going to tell you something. Um, that, that's that, that's a war. I mean, you you can't come into parents' family houses and do this. But let me just let me just play something for you. This is at one of the rallies, and I forget where this is, but it was picked up by Will from PragerU. This is one of the protesters talking about how parents are the problem. With the right-wing parents that are out there, the very small number of parents who feel like their children are going to be swayed in some way that to change their sexual orientation, you know, they, they just don't get it. That's not, that's not the way it works. If they hear it just from their parents, they're hearing a very skewed view of what they think transgender is. Yeah, we can't just hear from the parents. This, is, this shouldn't be allowed. we got to have government step in and make sure you're not just hearing from your parents. These are the people we're dealing with. And, Aaron, I know you have been um, 
you have put yourself out there. Do you feel the support or you feel like you're fighting a battle by yourself? You know, for the last year, I, I really felt like I was alone on an island and that there was no support. And anytime I spoke out, I was only met with hate and vitriol, even from family and friends and my community. But since this has gone public, there's been a lot of people that have reached out with similar stories. There's been a lot of support. I realize how widespread this is, not just in Colorado, but everywhere. And not just in high schools, but middle schools and elementary schools. This kind of gender ideology is being peppered into our curriculum so subtly that it's hard to even detect. So I've I've had a lot of support since speaking up because there's a lot of families like me who are too afraid to say something or who didn't connect the dots because their children followed the rules and didn't tell their parents. Or, Or they have friends in the system. And, that, and you ran into that. Let me let you speak to that real quick in our remaining minutes here. How when you finally started knocking on doors and the school board and everyone else, you realized they were colluding. They were sending emails to each other for protection and to kind of collude against you. Oh, yes. Um, the day after I spoke up, you know, objecting to what they did, they immediately colluded with the school board. They even referenced removing these barriers at other schools. So it's clear that they don't want parents to speak up. And when parents right. find out, they cite us as barriers that need to be removed. And then when I sat down with one of the school board members, she's best friends with a woman who came in the classroom. And she volunteers with this woman's organization for children 5 to 11 called Skittles. It's like the candy. Like the candy. All because of all the colors. Yep. Got it. Right. But oh, to appeal beautiful. to children, yeah, just like the course. activity they gave myself, the genderbred person, which looks friendly, it looks innocent, but it blatantly asks these kids, 11, 12, 13, who they're sexually attracted to. Unbelievable. And they say they're not after the kids, but they play Skittles and candy for five to 20. It's criminal. And stickers and bracelets and flags. Unre- oh, jeez. It's unbelievable. It's not just Colorado, folks. It's every school in America. It's right in my, it's literally three miles from my house. Aaron, thank you. Not, not just for joining me here because that, you know, that's good, I guess, in some ways. For me, it is. I'm not, maybe not for you. <laughs> but thank you for, thank you for standing. Thank you for being a parent who didn't just remain silent and just try to look the other way and hope that they, continue to look through TikToks. Thanks for being a parent that cares greatly about the future of our country and the future of your children. Yeah. Thank you for helping me share my story. Well, you're welcome. And by the way, I, I'm a huge fan of your last name, Aaron Lee. It's spelled exactly the same as ours, the Lee brothers. I am holding in my hand. What We have bumper stickers. We have this thing. We uh, have a thing called an honorary Lee brother. And you can be, uh, we'd love to have you as an honorary member of our family. And it works perfectly. I'm going to send you a couple of bumper stickers that say I'm honorary Lee brother. Would you, would you actually accept them? Would that be okay? <laughs> I, w- I would wear it proudly. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Well, um, we'll reach out to you, get that information so that we can, we can send you those bumper stickers. Aaron Lee, thank you. Appreciate your time. Good talking with you. Godspeed. Thanks. That's Erin uh, Lee. She's a Colorado mother of three who cares greatly about her children and the country. And if Richard is here, he would say a truly great American. We need more like her. All right, coming up. Uh, in Fairfax County in Virginia, if you misgender a student, you could get suspended. Yeah, well, that's just next on the agenda. More in 70 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo 5 
Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Scott and Richard Lee, using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. With uh, right-wing parents that are out there, the very small number of parents who feel like their children are going to be swayed in some way that change their sexual orientation. Hang on. That is exactly why you're doing it. That they be swayed in some way. That is exactly why you're doing it. Don't lie to us. They will be swayed. You can take a small child and sway them in a lot of ways. And you know that. That's why parents protect kids. That's why forever in the history of humanity... It has been this normal process to protect children and their innocence. Don't lecture us about how we can't change who they are. Of course you can. We see people constantly come in and out of these lifestyles. We see kids who think they're transgender grow out of it. That's a fact. So don't tell us this. You complete whack human being. To change their sexual orientation, you know, they, they just don't get it. That's not, yeah, that's not the way it, it works. If they hear it just from their parents, oh. they're hearing a very skewed view of what they think I am telling you, is. folks, this is exactly our government. Oh, do you think it's just your, some strange whack neighbor like this? That's who this woman is? No, this is your government. This is your government at your school boards. This is your state government. This is your teachers run by unions. This is the federal government who thinks this way. You're the problem. You're the parent. You're in the way of creating little indoctrinational kids that can we can shape them and mold them and make them want more government. This is a path to destruction. We're already on it. In fact, we may be too far down it. But this is the American left. This is the elite totalitarian government that we warned about. It's here, except they're teachers. This, uh, this, this kind of concept of making people who want to raise their kids to be moral productive, and yes, God-fearing this Christian principles that they want to instill in their kids is a threat to these people. A left-wing mother recently wrote in an advice column to Slate Magazine. I don't know if you saw this. She had the horror of her 17-year-old daughter attending a pro-life rally with a Christian boyfriend. It's a hell of a combination. A pro-life rally and a Christian boyfriend. Could you imagine the angst of a parent 
and your daughter going on a date with a Christian boy? Oh, well, this one, this mother can't handle it. She wrote, she wrote a, a uh, advice column in Slate Magazine, all places. Here's what she said. Listen to this. She wrote to the Jamal, who is the, apparently the columnist there. We've grounded her. So the mother's grounded her daughter from going to a pro-life rally and dating a Christian and taken away her phone for, for going behind our backs, but she's showing no remorse. I just can't believe it. This is the girl who dressed up as Ruth Bader Ginsburg for Halloween when she was 10. No, you're the one who dressed her up as Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she was 10. You think she knew who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was at 10? She's heading to law school in a couple of years. I seriously thought she was pro-choice and a feminist. I've been taking her to rallies and protests since she was a baby. There's someone right there who understands how to get young kids. The leftists know that. We've been educating her about safe sex and consent. I, I don't even know what to say to that. Imagine telling your daughter about safe sex. Do people really tell their daughter safe sex, or they, or they really say abstinence? Do people really teach their daughters, go have safe sex? I, I guess they do. Uh, we've been educating about safe sex and consent. We donate to Planned Parenthood every year for Christmas. And what a better time to donate to Planned Parenthood on the birth of Christ. Yeah. You know, babies in the womb, that kind of... I'm fine with her disagreeing with us on other topics, but I'm, I've had an abortion years ago. And, and so if she had one, you, 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 can't, you can't let your daughter be pro-life? So, so once you had an abortion, it makes you a pro-abort forever? That's not true, by the way. We live in a conservative state, but I don't want her right to choose to be taken away. Huh. The audacity of a Christian boy and a pro-life rally. Their response back from the slate columnists. Some politics are to be challenged at every turn. There's even those who should result in one being cut off from life, of course, in childhood. <laughs> They're suggesting they cut her daughter off. The Christian boy is the big problem. Uh, suggest that letting her go at any conservative events or any other environment where she's likely to face some attempts at indoctrination, especially without telling you. you may want to limit the amount of time she spends around this family. Constantly challenge your politics without attacking them as people. You don't want your kids to spend time around a Christian family. The horrid, the Christianity of family. What, what happened to our country? What happened? That's interesting, isn't it? There's an insight in how the left actually thinks. Raising their kids to be pro-aborts and have safe sex, and then, of course, and they don't have safe sex, they can have an abortion. And she's concerned about her daughter's right to have an abortion in the future. What did I miss? I missed something here. Did the did, did, did collective good of all humanity get dropped on their head as a kid and now we can't even recognize right and wrong? Blacksburg High School students on a lacrosse team, girls that is, did what they saw as their part in calling for the end of the war in Ukraine. So they had printed up Pray for Peace t-shirts. And they wore them during warm-ups earlier in the spring. That's a good idea. Pray for peace. Why not? Except the county objected. The players were barred from wearing the shirts. Even if the word pray was replaced with play, they still wouldn't allow it. It's something about the word peace. You thought it was about the word pray. It's actually both. Pray for peace. Oh, you can't have that. Due to a district policy, they had to have the shirts removed as a political display. 
man, now when you say pray, it's political. So the, uh, the student's idea, the captain of the lacrosse team, we came up with this idea, just went to a local print shop, had the shirts made up there. She said, we're turning our, their absurdity into action. We're selling to the public and raising awareness of the cause of our own. But, of course, we're still hoping, as always, the school will change their minds and join us in this piece. You can find these shirts at inspiredresponsibility.com, inspiredresponsibility.com. Check them out there. Several school board members supported the administration's enforcement of the district rules. Of course, the school board supported it. Some questioned its timing. Really? You mean as humanity, we can't say praying for peace is a good thing? We can't even say that because we're fearful of some political correctness? We are at a loss. It is really scary. All right, and then the remaining minute here, I'll try to get to the wrong pronouns could lead to suspensions in Virginia's public schools. That, 60 seconds at LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo Five O. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You're listening to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. So I figured it out. The worst thing to happen in the public school system or in America today is a name being called. If you're name calling, if you call someone a name, a slur, a name, anything, if you misgender them, there's nothing worse. In the old days, it would result in just like a fist fight, maybe a black eye. Today, you get suspended. Students can face suspension. For up to five days and possibly further punishment if the student uh, misgenders or doesn't address the student as their biological God-giving sex. Yep, that's true. That's what Virginia is considering in Fairfax County. We've lost our minds. So let's just say a kid thinks it's a boy and says, hey, man, what's up? That's misgendering. The, the, you could be suspended for a continuing insulting of kids. Wow. We're raising one heck of a group of kids, I tell you. Do you even know what misgendering is? Do they know that? Is, is someone telling me? Yeah, don't worry. We have teachers for that, too. Instead of teaching math and science, what is dead naming? What is misgendering, Mrs. Claus? The, word, the, the words carry no meaning for normal people, but for the professionally offended parents and the professionally offended kids that they produce, you can't do that. You see the biggest crime? It's nothing physical. 
It's nothing that you actually do. It's the words you say that are a threat to these whack people that must be stopped. There must be disciplinary actions if you see a boy that wants to be called a girl and you still call that person a boy. Any student that's committed multiple offenses may face more stringent disciplinary actions as a result. They aren't out to get your kid at first as long as they get them in the end. Well, you know, that's all it's all really about, isn't it? Remember, it's not school anymore. Sorry. It's not Hobbiton anymore. This isn't the Shire. They are there to win your kids. The hell with you as a parent. That's pretty freaking scary stuff. But that's where we are. All right, coming up, Ken Cuccinelli is going to talk about uh, illegal immigration and the Supreme Court. And uh, Mark Warner, what a travesty this guy is. And Kamala Harris, even worse. All that coming up. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. All right, so this hour, Ken Cuccinelli is going to join us. He's a uh, smart guy. Can't wait to talk to him. He's coming up. Uh, he's joined us before, and he came back. He's coming back. Kamala Harris, what a word salad of crap. Wait till you hear this. And equal pay. Meeting with the women's soccer team. She was all excited. And Mark Warner still blaming Charlottesville and Trump. Are you... Are you kidding me? This guy is horrendous. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol. The Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is my, uh, he's my friend. He's my brother. He's my co-host. Who is not here. Uh, actually, just got a text from a few minutes ago. Said uh, he woke up just a minute ago. So apparently he's uh, recovering and refreshing and uh, that's a good thing. So keep praying for Richard. Send him an email, Richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. While you're there, check us out, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find a video, Why I Stopped Teaching. Incredibly good video. Kind of what we were just talking about with Aaron Lee. And, of course, there you'll also find an interview with Aaron Lee. Theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Uh, right there at the front page, Art Club. The teacher says, come to our art club, and then it turns out to be some kind of whacked LGBT club. It's And don't tell your parents. Literally tells the kid, it's okay not to tell your parents. How dare they? How dare these teachers act that way? You're there to do one thing. do Teach science, math, English, these things. And now they become a political motivated group almost in total. That's the American left today. So check us out, the Lee Brothers. The traditional bedrocks of American system, a stable economy, energy independence, 
vast surpluses of food, hallowed universities, a professional judiciary, law enforcement, a credible criminal justice system are dissolving. There's no southern border. Expect more than 1 million foreign nationals to swarm this summer into the United States without audit, without COVID testing or vaccinations. None will have any worry of consequences for breaking any U.S. immigration law. Police are underfunded, increasingly defunded for that matter. District attorneys deliberately release violent criminals without charges. Literally like 10,000 people witnessed a deranged man with a knife attack comedian Dave Chappelle on stage at a Hollywood Bowl last week, and the Los Angeles DA refused to press felony charges. Murder and assault are spiraling. Carjacking and smashing graph thefts are now normal big city events, so much so that people are told to leave their car unlocked. Crime is now mostly a political matter. Ideology, race, politics determine whether the law is even applied. Supermarket shelves are thinning. Meats are now beyond the budget of millions of Americans. Politics are resembling the violent last days of the Roman Republic. An illegal leak of a possible impeding Supreme Court reversal of Roe v. Wade would have allowed state voters to set their own abortion laws has created a national hysteria. Never has a White House tactically approved mobs of protesters showing up at Supreme Court justice homes to rant and bully them into altering their votes. There's no free speech anymore on campus. Merit is disappearing. Admissions, hiring, promotions, retentions, grading, advancements, and even loans are predicated increasingly on mouthing the right orthodoxy or belonging to the proper racial, gender, or ethnic category. This is the United States of America. I just read from you, I read to you from Victor Davison's Victor Davis Hansen's article, Imagine the Unimaginable. I want you to go look it up and find it. Imagine the Unimaginable of Victor Davis Hansen. You'll read that and go, he's exactly right. Everything I just said is happening to our country. It's almost like we still don't have any outrage. You ever sense that? There's still people who are like, eh, what are you going to do about it? Eh, whatever. I mean, our country is dissolving right in front of us. It's starting with your kindergarten kid in the public school. Frightening stuff. But it all is because we have a runaway, out-of-control federal government that is involved in literally almost every aspect of our lives. From the water you flush in your toilets to the food you have on your shelf. Make no mistake, most of the problems with our supply chain and food is because of government regulation and bureaucracy. You realize you're only allowed to have certain chicken farms, and if you are on your own just producing chicken, it's illegal. The FDA is that involved in your life. It's true. Fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, (laughs) uh, meat and fish. Meat and fish. Senator Mark Warner is a, um, is a um, how should I say this with the love of Jesus, a hideous human being. Is that too strong? 
It might be. I, I don't know if his family thinks he's a hideous human being, but I certainly do based upon simple policy of principles and politics. That's it. Look, he probably is a super nice guy. I mean, he has a hard time putting sentences together, but he's probably a super nice guy. I, I, don't, I don't doubt his niceness uh, uh, in, in any other way than, than that. He's just a horrible, horrible senator. Mark Warner this week had his little town hall, talked about um, the, the problem in the shooting in Buffalo. But before the shooting in Buffalo showed up, a, uh, a reporter asked him about guns at the airport in Roanoke, the TSA check. Listen to this question. Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for, for joining me. This is, well, this is, um, listen to him. This is Warner Stone. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry, folks. Are we up because the counter's not clicking? <laughs> That's just perfect. I love it. It couldn't happen to a better guy. I mean, it's just like minor league baseball has to be funded federally. All right. So anyway, that's Mark Warner tripping over himself at the start of the video. Here's the question. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Um, I've, I've actually got a TSA question for you, Senator. Um, we have um, had a problem with guns at the airport. We receive regular reports of guns confiscated at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport, including two loaded semi-automatic handguns just this week. By the way, that is 98% of the guns in America, including two, including two loaded semi-automatic handguns, and we're supposed to all have a collective gasp. So the, the reporter is saying we have people in Western Virginia that probably have license to carry firearms, who have a firearm either on them or in their luggage because they've lived their whole life that way, who are going through the TSA checkpoint to get on an airplane. They either forgot they had their gun with them or this in a, it's in a, a carry-on they forgot about. They simply forgot about it. You know how we know they forgot about it? Because none of them have been charged with terrorism. None of them were trying to break the law. They forgot they had the firearm. Which brings me to the question, why is this so interesting to this reporter? What is he trying to get Mark Warner to admit? So here we are again. Run of Blacksburg Regional Airport, including two loaded semi-automatic handguns just this week. TSA recovered 98 handguns at Virginia airports in 21, a major increase over the year before. Is this issue on your radar? And if so, what do you think we should be doing about it? Horribly stupid question. Here, here's a, one thing he may not even think about. That's what the TSA does. That's their role, is to stop guns from going through. And that happens to be working. So what do you mean, is it on your radar? Of course, if I was Mark Warner, I'd go, what are you talking about? You're in Western Virginia. You got all these people who carry guns. They're probably just forgotten, went through. And guess what? TSA is doing their job. They caught people. And this guy's concerned about it. I'm going to ask a U.S. senator. I'm going to get on the phone with Mark Warner. I'm going to say, what's, is this on your radar? What are you doing? Many of you are wondering, what's Mark Warner's answer? Well, we all know that in America, we have a much higher level of gun violence what? than any other industrial nation in the world. So, yes, it's on my radar you what we can do uh, to um, further enforce our existing rules. We don't even need new rules here. We just need Duh. further enforcement of our existing rules to make sure that people realize there's going to be a penalty. They know if that. If you bring a gun and try to get it through a screening device at, at the airport, whether it's a mistake or not, you just should not take place. No kidding. Uh, but I think this. No uh, kidding. It just shouldn't take place. I love the wisdom of our U.S. Senator. 
you know, even if it's a mistake, it shouldn't happen. Really? Well, car accidents shouldn't happen. There's a lot of things that shouldn't happen that happen because we're human beings. By the way, we have the Second Amendment. means we can carry a firearm. Unless you can show that I was intentionally trying to be a threat to get sneak it through security. Sneak it. I mean, who sneaks guns through security? No one. It's not happening. So every time you catch someone going through TSA with a firearm, it's almost inevitably an accident. The bad guys aren't going to do it that way. I can't stand this kind of stuff. I mean, he's the just private market. It just doesn't oh, work. I forget the same guy. Yeah, uh, is 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 a extraordinarily bad sign. But the fact is, if somebody brings tries to bring a gun, particularly if they've done it a couple of times uh, through an airport, they ought to be fully uh, fully prosecuted. That is against the law. Is it against the law? It's against the law. Oh, we didn't know that, Mark Warner. So me, I've by the way, I've almost done this. Because I, I fly a lot. In my backpack, I sometimes have my gun. I almost did this one time. So am I like this evil human being that Mark Warner's talking about here? What? He's such a, he's such a joke. All right, coming up, more. He's t- he blames Charlottesville and Trump for what happened in Buffalo. That in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Missing your mojo? Just go to Mojo50.com for on-demand podcasts. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke. Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. I guess we're just stuck with them. I mean, we're stuck with Senator Mark Warner and Tim Kaine. Stop complaining about him, Scott. He's your U.S. Senator. You got to embrace him and like him. No, I don't. I refuse. He's a pain. He's also great fodder, so maybe we should keep him around. <laughs> Mark Warner had his little town hall this week. I think he has them weekly, and unfortunately, I watch them, and it's, I'd rather have my fingernails out pulled out one by one than to watch any more of them. He's really an odd bird, and he, he breathes heavy. He's just, like a, he's just a weird, weird guy. I mean, of course you know that. Fresh already. fruits and vegetables, um, I mean, uh, meat and fish. Meat and fish. That's who he is. All right, so uh, one of the reporters, and I want you to pay attention to the name of this reporter and his question. The question is a lie. The whole premise is a lie. And then we'll hear Warner. Our next question will be with Jim Spencer, The Daily Progress. All right, Jim Spencer, Daily Progress. Goober, don't ever listen to this guy. He is uh, completely wrong. 
factually and in every other way. I want to piggyback on that, Senator. Um, you know, you're, you're talking about people not tolerating it. It wasn't just tolerated. Uh, what role do you think uh, President Trump's uh, statement that there were some very good people on both sides in Charlottesville? Wrong. Hang on a second. I got to stop it there. What do you think about Trump that said, what, how many years ago was that now? Four or five years ago? And this reporter is so stuck on that. But he's stuck on it in its fault. Trump never said there were good people on both sides of the Nazi and white supremacists. He never said that. In fact, right after he said there were good people on both sides, he clarified to say, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists. Those are evil people. They should be condemned fully. So why is he lying about it? Because it's in the narrative. It's true, Scott. No matter what, it's, it's just true. This, this guy, this reporter, is criminal in my mind. He's a liar. Well, do you think uh, President Trump's uh, statement that there were some very good people on both sides in Charlottesville, what kind of uh, impact does a statement like that from the, the leader of the free world do in terms of empowering, you know, and making mainstream this kind of hate that, that uh, led to the business in Buffalo? That didn't lead to the business in Buffalo. This guy was a Nazi, white supremacist, socialist. He hated Fox News. He never mentioned Tucker Carlson once. He was a complete nutcase. He wasn't a Republican. He was pure, pure evil. He didn't hear Trump say there were good people on both sides and pick up a gun and go into Buffalo four or five years later. It did not work that way. They want to say it did. But if you listen to Trump in Charlottesville, you would never think that he said there were good Nazis and good white supremacists. Never said it. But the press said he did. The press twisted that. This is so lazy on his part. I can show you right now the entire speech at Charlottesville and debunk this entire thing, except no one does. Here's Mark Warner's reaction. Yeah, Jim, it's, it's, a, it's a fair question. And you know, <laughs> I think that kind of moral ambiguity or moral equivalency. He's, he's lying too. Trump specifically said in that speech, they should be condemned entirely. It's a lie. So Warner's in it too. Uh, that Donald Trump uh, used so loosely after Charlottesville. You know, I don't know where it falls on a scale of one to ten. It's so ridiculous. Uh, but it, 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 it does make this kind of moral equivalency argument. When you've got national leaders that say they're good people on both sides after modern-day Nazis, modern-day white supremacists protesting Charlottesville. Gosh, what a lie. This is disgusting. Um, you know, with, with racist dog whistle uh, um, terminology. I fear that you end up with these kind of tragedies. That's disgusting. I mean, to frame this whole thing over something that didn't happen is a lie. They're lying. They, now, he's an United States senator. This reporter is a reporter in Virginia in a very popular newspaper. I mean, you, these people have to know, right? So are they deliberately lying about this? Or are they just dumb? I don't want to make sound like they're dumb. They've got to be lying about it. If I, little old me, Scott Lee, outside of Richmond, little bitty radio show that get kicked off YouTube permanently forever, if I know it, I can see it. 
They can. He's a big, bad, huge, powerful United States senator. The private market, it just doesn't work. He knows more than me, right? He knows that Trump never said that, doesn't he? It's unconscionably how bad this is. And then to try to blame this Buffalo whacked, insane, evil human being, just nobody endorses anything he says. No one. I don't know a single Republican who endorsed anything in that manifesto. It's not a single one. To make it sound like it's all Republicans or Donald Trump, you're disgusting human beings. All right, coming up, uh, something big about the abortion debate this week in Congress. you got to hear these things. That's in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. A free exchange of ideas. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience, a unique drinking experience infused with the combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker, made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. <laughs> we mispronounce words all the time. It's perfectly... Fine. Doesn't mean any sign of intelligence. Speaking of no sign of intelligence, the left has gone crazy. They have a house meetings now about abortion last week. The left is on full display. Here, here's, here's one of the greatest examples of this. This is why we're in trouble, okay? This is um, Dan Bishop, a congressman, Dan Bishop, a Republican. He's asking this gal a question. I, I think she's part of the... Uh, the witness stand for the Democrats on the pro board side. Listen to how insane this has come. Right, let me just see if I can go to Miss Arambide. Is that a pretty close approximation of the pronunciation? Arambide. Arambide. Okay. Um, what do you say a woman is? I believe that everyone can identify for themselves. <laughs> okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions? Yes. What planet are we on? I mean, people, that is so ridiculous. I mean, it's almost like a parody. Is this a Saturday Night Live skip? Does someone really believe? What is wrong with them? By the way, they're teachers in your schools, in case you don't know. In case you missed the segment with Aaron Lee an hour ago, that is exactly who's teaching your kids. Really? Wow, that is unbelievable. Now, Mike Johnson, another Republican, uh, had a question. He said, how does, uh, when does life, or how does one qualify as fully human? I thought this 
Um, this is an amazing exchange between one of the Democrats' pro-abortion witnesses. Listen to this. How does one qualify as fully human? What makes a human being? What makes a person a human being is them being born, number one. That's why we have birthdays. That's why we have birthdays. You're not a human until you have a birthday. (laughs) It's it's un... This is is crazy. The idea of having a birthday bestows humanity on someone is a despicable assertion. How, How warped in your mind do you have to be? These are kind of arguments that are just pure fallacy. Besides scientifically untrue. We know that the baby in the womb is a human being. And to say that isn't until birth is lunacy. Just as any more lunacy than men can have babies. It's all lunacy. But what, what else could happen? And it's like I said in the beginning of the show. Did, did, did the entire American population collectively fall on their head as children and become stupid? Here is a Democrat, Raskin, Congressman Raskin, who was asking um, a pro-life witness, Catherine Foster of Americans United for Life, was asked by Jamie Raskin, listen to this exchange. This is pretty eye-opening also. Listen to this. They called is candidly and openly calling for a nationwide ban on all abortions with no exceptions for rape or incest. Now, you see how he's painting that as some evil position to say we shouldn't abort children at all, even for rape and incest. So he's questioning this pro-life woman. Listen to what she says. If I've got that wrong, I would invite Ms. Foster to correct me. Do I have it wrong, yes or no? Um, If we added rape and incest exceptions, would you vote for it? Uh, Okay, I reclaim my time, of course. Of course you wouldn't vote for it. By the way, did you hear what he said about reclaiming his time? I reclaim my time, of course. Reclaim my time? Who are these people? I think this happened during the Supreme Court hearing. Reclaiming my time. Remember that clip? Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming. This is what they yell all the time. As soon as they get a question answered that they, makes them look bad. Reclaiming my time. And then here's this Raskin yell. Uh, okay. I reclaim my time, of course. Uh, now listen to this. The, this is a position... For government-compelled childbirth in Government-compelled childbirth. Government-compelled childbirth. The government's compelling you to have a child. No, they're compelling you not to kill a child. It's a little bit different. But government-compelling children, that is, it's really unbelievable, isn't it? I don't want them punished with a baby. That's <laughs> the government's position. Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm going to get help here. Joining me next, the former Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Ken Cuccinelli. He's next. Check us out at LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5-0. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm. Keep building cities. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. I think I started with the Declaration of Independence, just saying. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to my left, 
Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. Of course, he's uh, sick today, out. Uh, we covet your prayers for him as he's uh, have all kinds of health battles. So pray for him and drop him an email at Richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. And while you're there at theleebrothers.com, check out the video, Why I Stopped Teaching. About three and a half minutes of your um, watching pleasure. And you know what? Three and a half minutes of your life stop. Just stop what you're doing, theleebrothers.com. Check out that video. And, of course, then you'll see Aaron Lee's comments about what happened to her in Colorado when her kid was told by the parent, shh, or the kid was told by the teacher, shh, don't tell your mom and dad. This is a lesbian gay alliance group. Don't tell, you don't have to tell your parents. And, by the way, anything that happens, just come to me. I won't tell your parents either. Phenomenal partnership with the Teachers of America and Parenthood. <laughs> so you had to feel really good about that. All right, the Supreme Court had a leak. You know, you heard about it, right? And we just talked a little bit about it in this segment before this. But the leak is condemned almost across the board, except for the new Supreme Court Justice Jackson Brown, who refused to call it a bad thing. She was asked, uh, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I can't answer that. What do you think about peaceful protest outside the Supreme Court justice home? I don't have any comment. Why is it that Jackson Brown can't tell us what a woman is? She can't tell us when life begins ever. She can't say that... Uh, that laws actually are deterrent. And she can't tell us, she can't say that the peaceful protests outside the Supreme Court justice homes are right. What is wrong here? Well, a lot of things, and we need help figuring it out. Joining us right now is the uh, former Virginia Attorney General and State Senator, must I, I add that, and Acting Deputy Secretary of Department of Homeland Security under Trump, Ken Cuccinelli. Hey, Ken. Good afternoon. Glad you're with me. Good to be with you. Well, I appreciate it. You've been here before. Somebody you... has to be. <laughs> That's right. That's a lonely place in the studio. That's a, you had to drive all the <laughs> way down. You can always come down to Richmond and uh, join me at some point. I would more than welcome that. It'd be a good show. I still know the way. Every time we move houses, we move closer that way, too. <laughs> yeah, with what I see happening up there, I don't, I don't know why you're not living here, or at least very close to here. A lot going on up there, but we we can't we can't surrender it yet. Ken, keep fighting up there. Heck no, no, no. And the only two elections that I'm openly endorsing in are Northern Virginia congressional races. Janine Lawson's got her vote in the tenth tomorrow, and Yesley Vega in the seventh. Who Dave Bratt, uh, you know, used to represent the seventh. Right. They've moved it, and uh, it's moved a good bit north. And I'm chairing Yesley Vega's campaign in the seventh. So oh, I didn't know that. very excited about both of those. Yeah. Oh, and I think they're both going to win, uh, not just the nomination. I think you're going to see us flip two Democrat seats right there. Oh, that, and it'll matter. It'll matter. Man, that is great two. news. That's great news. So is that, a, is that your district now, seven? I live in the 10th. Okay. Barely. <laughs> I'm, uh, I could probably uh, throw a, well, shoot game shot. From my backyard into the seventh, we'll we'll do it that way. You shouldn't do that, by so, the way. I, I was told you shouldn't shoot game shot up there. Now, I tell people in Northern Virginia, you know, you live in the sticks if you can go out your back door and shoot legally, and I can and I do. Oh, that's cool. So, all right, so yeah, cool. oh, yeah. It's well, very look, cool. I was in the seventh that my entire time. I was always in the seventh. I mean, can't that whole thing? Now I'm in one. And you, yeah. And now I don't. I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know Whitman. I need to. You need to connect me with him because I don't even. I don't think he wants to know me, but I yeah. said you don't know him. Uh, <laughs> All right. Wouldn't bother. 
All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. So let me get your take on 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 first of all the the legality of the leak here in the Supreme Court. Um, I know you're amazed by this as well. What are we going to find out who how this happened? In your opinion? Well, it's it's not hard to leak and not get caught. So the thing the thing working to the advantage of investigators is that this is a really small universe. By government standards. Right. right. Um, you know, when I ran USCIS, the legal immigration agency, we had 20,000 employees. 19,000 of them weren't real keen on me. And, um, and you know, you can just take a picture of a screen with your cell phone but, and, and send it out. But this was a whole brief. So there's probably more of an electronic trail for it. But really, I don't want to spend too much time on that. We should be celebrating the impending demise of Roe v. Wade and what that means for the culture of life in this country. Yep. And frankly, the reassertion of science in the law. Yep. Great. Um, I mean, we saw again this week, at, you know, one of the Democrat um, abortion witnesses in, in Congress say men can have abortion. We just covered that. So we literally just talked. About yeah. That well, this well good. So, I mean, I mean, it, it is, uh, and there's another debate going on right now about whether the left, has abandoned, you know, English is the left has left, whether the left has abandoned people who used to think of themselves as left of center. Elon Musk has been at the center of this, and the center has moved to the left. The right in this country in the last 15 years, as a firm member of the pinning down line, um, hasn't moved in 15 years. But 15 years ago, somebody like AOC having the wheel of the Democrat party well, would no, have no. been unthinkable. Right. Well, I've actually Just 15 said, years ago. It was unthinkable. I've actually now, said now they've got the wheel right now. They are in control. Yeah. I've actually said that we haven't moved in 250 years that we've stood right here with the constitution the entire time. The left goes so far left. Yeah, that we right. look crazy. You know, I look back at us and go, look how right wing you are. What do you mean? I've been standing right here. In fact, my feet have been in cement. I haven't even moved at all in a single <laughs> position. Right. So that's a great analogy, yep. actually. That's exactly right. They've gone so far left that everything looks right at this point. Yeah, I, I call it the Stalinist left because it they are they're tyrants. I've said it publicly before. I'll say it on your show. Oh, yeah. I think that if they could get away with putting some of us to death, they would do it. Very French Revolution like. Oh, they said it, and um, and they're communists. Yeah, and that's what they that's what they want. So. Uh, it's a it's a very dangerous place, and the, the the issues I work mostly on election these days, election reform. Of course, they're off the deep end. Uh, Mark Elias took some time this week to call me names on Twitter, and and I said, well, you, I'm so honored, given your busy week this week, that you would uh, take time out of testifying <laughs> just to call me names on Twitter, challenge them to a debate. Strangely enough. No. Haven't heard back. Silence. Haven't heard back. Listen, I ask him. No, to come truth on the show. is our friend. Yeah, I ask him. Truth to come is on our friend. I ask him to come on the show all the time. I can't get people to get on the on the show. We're talking with uh, former Virginia Attorney General and Acting Deputy Secretary of Department of Homeland Security under Trump, Ken Cuccinelli. So, Ken, let me let me get you to pivot if you don't mind. And I do want to come back to some of the cultural things with us, but the, the immigration and the border. I am. Uh, yeah. I don't remember my lifetime. Now I'm 52, so I'm not that old. But in my, I don't ever remember. There seems to be a deliberate attempt by our government to sabotage the border. Am I right in that? Oh yeah, no. This is 
what you and I look at as a disaster is, is in fact, not a disaster to Joe Biden or Secretary Mayorkas. It's intentional policy. That's intentional I mean. policy. Yeah, it, it, and um, th- this is what an open borders policy looks like. And believe it or not, numerically, you ain't seen nothing yet because people don't realize, as a general matter, that we're still removing over half of illegal border crossers right away under Title 42, even in this administration. Now, we were up over 90 percent when I was a deputy secretary, but there's still over half. So you've heard all the estimates about when Title 42 is removed, what will happen. The numbers, the flow doesn't need to change by a single person. And we will more than double the number of illegals coming into and staying in the United States. If the worst case scenario hits, it'll be more like six times as many, six. So, you know, imagine what you've been seeing for the last year and a half and multiply that by about five or six and added with the takedown of Title 42. And my view is, yes, it's a public health order. The very last place in America we should be taking COVID restrictions down is the border. Literally last. Yep. If the CDC still recommends that children wear a mask anywhere, that you wear a mask on a plane, if they just recommend it, then there's got to be a reason. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> let's assume for the moment. Right. And then Title 42 should stay up. It should be the last thing to come down in the fight against COVID. Ken, the thing that's confusing to me, is this is a winning issue for most of Americans to secure the border. Most Amer- this is a yeah. if you take including poll, most Democrats. Right, right. So I, how were they getting away with this? I just don't understand if the entire public Well, because is- they've already won the election. They're they're about to not get away with it so much come November. But then the question will be and you know, I scoffed at Rob Whitman, he is one of the reasons why what will the Republicans do? He'll do whatever McCarthy tells him to do. No matter what he says on your show, there isn't a shred of evidence he'll do anything any different than the leadership tells him to do. That's why you need people like Bob Good, like Morgan Griffith, like Yesley Vega, like Janine Lawson, like Ben Klein. That's why you need people like that in the Congress. It isn't enough to have a Republican majority. We're not. You didn't start off and say, hey, we've been Republican all along. You said we've been with the Constitution right. all along. And some days they are, and some days they're not. As I tell people, I'm a Republican because they're wrong less. It's the best <laughs> I can do. No, it's perfect. So, it's exactly right. It is perfect. It's accurate. Yeah, it is accurate. It's accurate. Yeah. Hey, just a final minute here. I wanted to get your take on, on – I've been on this mission since forever about the schools and, and how a threat they are, just not only to liberty but to our children and its innocence. And I've got evidence of this with my own child and the public education system here outside of Midlothian. It's just, I mean, and I got parents telling me all the time, oh, Scott, you're just, they're in the best school district in the state. I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. Ken, we got our heads in the sand on this. I mean, you, you know how serious. Well, when I, when I was AG, so as, as the lawyer for the state, you're at the table for, for everything. You don't decide it, but you're at the table for everything. And uh, I remember Virginia again, was rated the best managed state in the country. And my joke was, if we're the best managed state, God help the other 49, (laughs) you know, if this is the top of the line. And same thing about the comment on the school district. Frankly, um, one of my disappointments with the policy shift COVID has caused is that we 
haven't more swampingly and on a bipartisan basis moved in the direction of complete school choice. And by that, I mean just the money yep. follows the kid, no That's strings right. attached. Exactly. You know, yep, you saw the news in the Virginia Beach judge that that uh, ruled on the on the porn books yep. in uh, in schools had to had to come out and people go, oh, my gosh, you're removing books. And, and I've seen it on Twitter, and I said, oh, they want to ban books. You know what I noticed? They don't put the pictures in the children's books in their Twitter feed when they complain That's about a, a Republican delegate fighting the fight. You put the pictures up there, and Twitter will ban you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you want little children yeah. to have that stuff. Yeah. You know, that's the Stalinist left. That, that's well, part of the Stalinist it? left. Well, Ken, thank you. Good They're stuff. Not. Always appreciate you on this show. And um, like I said earlier, I mean, the fact that you've been here and came back means, means a lot. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, no, glad to, <laughs> glad to do it. Yeah, thank glad you, to do it. Always you, a you have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Bye-bye. you. That is uh, former attorney general of Virginia, Ken Cuccinelli and the uh, acting deputy secretary under Trump, Ken Cuccinelli. If Richard is here, he would say, of course, a truly great American. All right, coming up. Uh, maybe we can get into this uh, Kamala Harris and her word salad that is, uh, well, it's fun. And we can, we can mock her and make fun of her. And this talks about equal pay with the soccer team. All that. 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Five O. Scott and Richard Lee using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed of our vice president. I mean, she is a train wreck. And you know what's interesting about her is I think she's more hated than Hillary ever was. I'm, I'm serious. I think most people d- d- didn't have this. Maybe they did. Maybe it's a balance. Maybe they're both hated greatly. But Kamala Harris is, is um, completely 100% unqualified for this role. I mean, and you've heard her say some of the craziest things. In fact, we have this clip of her 
and I played this a couple times. I'm just trying to figure out, does she off the cuff this? Is this written down somewhere? It just seems crazy. I often note and have talked with many of you uh-huh. um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. Now, she's had that conversation with a lot of people. I've had this conversation with you that our world is much more interconnected and independent. I mean, really? Who even talks that way? It just, it's strange. It gives me the creeps, actually. Our shared belief that shared our belief. world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. Mm. That is especially true mm. when it comes to the climate oh, crisis. of course it is. Which is why we will work together and continue to work together. Together, she loves that word. To address these issues, together. to tackle these challenges, and to work together oh, as we continue to work together operating from the new norms rules and agreements new norms that we will convene to work together on <laughs> to galvanize global action what is that oh my gosh that was horrendous we have between biden and her it is and people thought trump was a problem they didn't like trump he didn't have this kind of incompetence with trump you may not have liked his policies or thought he was a blowhard or thought he was a jerk but at least no one looked at him and said, he's incompetent. Oh, maybe somebody did. But this is just, what kind of, what was she even saying? Does she actually stand up and walk away from the podium and go, that was good right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I showed them. I told them a thing or two. I'm like, incredible. Did you hear that? I mean, I, that's pretty impressive. To address these issues, yeah. to tackle these challenges, mm. and to work together so as meaningful. we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on what to if the galvanize word, if she didn't have the global word together, action. If she didn't have the word together, you could never even... I mean, what she said six times in there? It's horrendous. Then she showed up with the women's soccer team. And uh, the U.S. Uh, soccer Association has equalized pay between men and women. Although... They should get paid differently based upon their performance and crowds and what, who makes the most money. It's just natural. But the women's soccer team said it's not fair. What, that no one shows up for your games or watches your political correct crap? And so that's not fair? So you want to be paid the same as the men who more people watch the men's soccer than women's soccer? I sworn off women's soccer. I'm never going to watch that crap again. These, these girls are nothing but political hacks. That's all they are. I wish people just played soccer and did things now. Instead, it's everything's political. So they met with Kamala Harris. It was such a love fest. All these ladies get together and talk about pay equity. Now, there's no such thing as pay inequity because no one in America works the same. No one. You can't ask an employer to pay people the exact, unless you're, you know, talking about an hourly wage of maybe $14 an hour or something. I mean, then everyone kind of does the same thing. You get the same. But once you get to salaries and things, nobody gets paid the same. I don't get paid the same for the same people in my role. I mean, think about just being a talk radio host. Do you think I'm getting paid the same as anyone else because I'm doing the same job they are? No, heck no. There's so many factors that go into that. So that's when I say equal pay for equal work. There's no such thing as equal work. No two people work the same. So the government can't figure that out. You're telling me the far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by these whacked kings and queens can tell an employer in Midlothian, Virginia, how to pay two people at work for them? That is insane. 
But here they are with the Love Fest. We are here today because you also have been leaders on an issue that oh. affects most women and has affected oh. most women in the workforce, right. and it's the issue of pay equity. Pay it's a equity. general matter when women are fighting mm. for pay equity in any industry or in any employment setting mm -hmm. to require that the way that she will actually achieve parity in pay based on the value of is work hard. You want parity in pay, work harder than the person beside you. If you want parity in pay, be valuable of that pay. Don't say, I'm not getting paid the same, therefore I'm suing. There's a reason you're not getting paid the same. If you're working harder than anyone else, you're going to get paid more. And if an employer doesn't see that, guess what? It's freedom in America. You can go whatever you want. Instead, Kamala Harris thinks there to be a pay police, little badge running around in every... You think what that would do to our country? It's insane. To require that that, that, that would take a lawsuit. The intervention of a court, mm. the rule of law, no law. means that What's it mean? she's got to do her job every day, whatever that job is yeah. and whatever that industry is, mm -hmm. and deal with the lawsuit. You know what? Kamala Harris, I'd be careful what she wishes for here. Every employer who hears this will think, you mean if I hire a woman, she could sue me, take me to court for a perceived pay difference? I'm not going to hire any women. I'll tell you what, you women out there who think this is a legitimate real case that'll be solved by courts and law and politicians, you better rethink that. I wouldn't hire a woman if I thought she could sue me because she thought she wasn't paid enough. Didn't she make an agreement to come work for me for this amount of money? Now she wants to sue me because she thinks she's not being paid more than someone else? It's wrong. It's ridiculous and it's un-American. But Kamala Harris is the vice president of the United States. She cares more than all of you. She's a queen sitting on a throne in a far-off land. LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5.0. You want a unique experience? A unique drinking experience infused with a combination of bourbon and smoke? Try the new 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Made in America from recycled bourbon barrels, this unique topper fits nicely atop your glass and promises a smoke-infused taste to your favorite drink. Each smoker is straight from the great white oak tree and allows you to be that unique bartender in your home. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl Smoker. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo 50. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Just like masks and COVID, the Lee brothers are never going away on Mojo50.com. Dang it, I forgot to mention that. You're right, we're not going away, but I forgot to mention the mask story. NPR, NPR National Public Radio which would never get banned from YouTube like the Lee brothers did this week. Permanently. Never. They're part of the same thing, right? They're both big government elitists. 
NPR refuses to allow this mask thing to go away. So every employee has to wear a mask at NPR. If you do not, they've established a hotline to tattle on their former employee or their, their, their employees they work with. Love NPR. Isn't that great? NPR mask policy never going away. Disney allow, uh, announces LGBT clothing line for children. Yeah, it's got um, baby clothes, bracelets, sweaters, socks, backpacks, all with the LGBT logo. No, there's nothing going on there. Don't worry about it. Your child's innocence is their number one priority. All right, and on our Doc Thompson, what did we learn today? We learned that the uh, public education is, in fact, a horror story, thanks to Aaron Lee, who joined us to talk about it. We learned from Ken Cuccinelli that the immigration thing is worse than you think. Mm-hmm. We learned that if you misgender a student in the Virginia school district, you could get suspended, whatever misgender means. Imagine your five-year-old son coming home and going, I've been suspended because I thought he was a she. Hmm. We learned that YouTube has no clue what misinformation is. Not a single clue. We know they just don't like us politically. And since they're big, bad, and bullies, they banned us permanently. That's what we learned today. We learned Kamala Harris is nothing more than just a simple word salad. Kind of hilarious, actually, in a lot of ways. We also learned that Mark Warner is still our U.S. Senator. He's still a joke of biblical proportions. And we like that because it's fodder for our show. Lots of fun. Hey, if you missed this show for fun, strange, strange reason, check it out at mojo50.com. We archive our shows all the time. And if you go to leebrothers.com, learn more about us, Richard, and the entire show. And if you change or if you care about freedom and liberty, you want to change the hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty, join us here again next week. Leebrothers.com, leebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States.